Smart speakers, smartphones, online and on Amazon TV. This is Sound Radio Wales. So uh, we've got Craig here. Uh, who's uh, a radio presenter and also a director of Sound Radio Wales. Um, And we're going to do a bit of a talk about uh, a recent article that's been published in local media um, about him and his partner, Kerry, um, and the miracle baby, Eleanor Rose. And Craig joins me here now. So Eleanor Rose, uh, who was born uh, at just 23 weeks, which actually is 16 weeks early, uh, mm-hmm. only weighed one pound and three ounces. Uh, Craig, just just tell me in your own words and try and describe how big or how small she was. Um, well, roughly sort of one pound three is 555 grams. So she's about about the size of man. She, she could fit. If I held my hand up, she could probably sit in the palm of my hand. That's how small she was when she was born. It was very, um, I don't know, it's, it, it's hard to think back now because she's changed so much, but it was just this very delicate, we, we say thing now, but it, it sounds yeah. weird, Yeah. but obviously she was a baby, that's when she was born, but compared to what she's like now, it, it's like, it's, it's just, you, you can't, you can't really work out what it is. Yeah. And it, it, it's it's a baby, but it's very small. It's very delicate, see-through skin. Wow. Uh, eyes closed and things. It's it's it was a very strange, strange moment when she was born. And and this all happened obviously at Arrow Park Hospital in the Wirral. Yeah, yeah. We we were. I don't want to go into too much detail because we're we're doing a podcast at the moment about it. Okay. The okay. whole story. Yeah, yeah. But we were moved, um, for emergency reasons from a sputty gland fluid in bottle with it yes. because. Their neonatal unit is a level two in Bottle Within. Arrow Park is a level three. So if if Eleanor was born three weeks, three to four weeks later, it would have been in Bottle Within. But because she was so small at the time, at 23 and six weeks, um, she had, to, to be saved safely, yeah. with the experience and level of experience they had, she had to, we had to move to Arrow Park. And and just a bit of a background of of obviously you and uh, and Kerry, um, you've had a bit of a tough year so far. With um, it says in the article, uh, miscarriages uh, mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So this 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 for you was really important. Yeah, um, we, we've we previously had four uh, miscarriages. Wow. One being which was last year, we lost a uh, baby boy at twenty exactly twenty weeks, uh, which was the most strangest and heartbreaking time of life is you, you sort of you, you know it's yourself Al that you, yeah. you, you, everyone wants every every bloke wants a baby boy yeah. not that I'm saying that my, my daughter now has anything different but this is your first child as well yeah, yeah that's right that as your well. first time um, you're a dad so that's what's important to realise here because um, for me Craig I, I've got two healthy children um, mm-hmm. and luckily for me um, they both have grown up healthy and with nothing like what you've had to go through. Um, mm-hmm. But but basically, the first the first time um, you see your child, your first one, it is it is it's your first, and it's it, there's excitement, there's emotion, but you had a mm-hmm. lot more to deal with there. Um, and uh, and also, guys, if anyone's listening, um, you mentioned the uh, miscarriage as well. Going back to your podcast, um, episode one is now out, Craig, and you talk a lot about that. 
Yeah. Um, it's quite it's quite quite raw. We go into we, I, I, we want I, it. Yeah. I, I think I think you've done that right. I I would encourage people. I, I'm not um, I'm squeamish with things, but I didn't find it squeamish, Craig. I'll be honest with you. I I found it very mm. in, uh, interesting, and it's it's I suppose it's nice to actually hear it because I can relate to how things went, and when I see this story, it does give you the backstory. If you know what I mean. Yeah, the the way we've we've done our podcast is we we've we've decided that the whole story has gone back to sort of last year, where we did have our this this loss of Ellis yeah. uh, twenty weeks, and then we're up to we're well, the second episodes on now, but we plan to go right up to the present day sort of now. So without giving too much away, yeah, um, if if you listen to the first two, it's it's difficult because if you know our story anyway, you, yeah. you know the outcome. Yeah, uh, if you don't know our story. And you've listened to the first two episodes of the podcast. Oh, there's a bit of a cliffhanger, is there? Yeah, episode yeah, yeah, two finishes yeah. at a cliffhanger. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. No, that's fair enough. No, no, don't spoil, don't spoil the podcast because uh, it's certainly a series. And I, I must admit, going back to the podcast, it's, um, it's a very palatable. I'm I'm not one for reading stories and stuff, but I actually I, I maybe because I knew you a little bit as well, and I know Kerry, but still, if I didn't know you, I I. It was good. It was well put together, and I connected with what you're trying to tell me. Um, so obviously, uh, Eleanor Rose is born, um, and obviously, you, you you spent a bit of time away. Um, obviously, the coronavirus scare happened in the middle of all this. Yeah, it, it's it it's strange because. I don't know if you remember back to at, at the very start of all the coronavirus in the UK. There was a big story about uh, a cruise ship in Japan. Yes, uh, which had uh, people f- people from the UK and Ireland on there, who were to be brought back to the UK, and go into quarantine. Yeah, I, I do remember that. There, there was about eighty of them, and they were put in this um, accommodation, staff accommodation. It's huge. It's at least I think it's about ten floors, and there's two blocks at Arrow Park Hospital. I see. Yeah. Uh, so they were put into quarantine there. They arrived on, I think it was either the Friday or the Saturday night. We arrived the Thursday at Arrow Park. So from then it was, it was we're going to sort of talk about this in future episodes of the podcast, that it was all a bit of a joke at first. It was, oh, we're going to where yeah. the coronavirus is. Oh, we're going to catch. I mean, I saw it, Craig. I saw it with your social media posts from a friend's point of view. Um, I did see that. I did see like, oh, yeah, look where, look what, look at this. And I saw things um, escalate and change in a different way as well. Mm. Um, so obviously spent the time hour apart. This happens. Um, and then I seem to remember there was a poignant part. I'm trying to just paint the picture of where, how the anger boils, if you know what I mean. So I, if I'm spoiling the podcast, uh, just just say. Uh, but but I remember there was the time when I think you, you, were, you were instructed to, to return back to North Wales. Yeah. Basically, um, they got to a point, obviously, due to social distancing regulations, yeah. where we were staying, it, was, it wasn't it was small, but there was three families in there at the time. We could hold seven, and with the staff as well, they, they just decided it's not safe for right. people to stay here. Okay. Um, because, obviously, staff were coming in and out. We were unsafe well we were living in there but going down to see our babies and things so it, it got to a point that that yeah we we did have to leave 
So just talk um, us talk us through, um, so, so the listeners can understand when you say going to see your newborn baby. Um, hmm. it, it says in the article here that you had to go on your own. To explain a little bit about that. Yeah, it, it's still the same now. Um, the, uh, with all hospitals, not just Darrow Park, it's, it's happening at Glencleward as well. It was yeah. at Older Hay where we've been for once or twice now for operations and things. Um, ba- basically, due to social distancing rules, two parents can't go and see their baby at the same time. Wow. Uh, so you have to sort of go one at a time. One person has to wait out in the car park outside. They're not even meant to be in the building technically. Yeah. So you have to, and you have to swap. Yeah, and so, it's difficult. So say say if Kerry wanted to go and see the baby and she has a hold yeah, and puts her back, I'm not really meant to have a hold because you, then you're taking her out of a cot too much and things and they don't particularly like that. So I have to sort of sacrifice that kind of thing. And I, Yeah, so emotions I'm, run high in the car park of the hospital because you're trying to do the best for everything. You're trying to social yeah. distance, trying yeah. to look after yourselves and you've got this little bundle of joy uh, which is fighting um and and you just want to see your daughter um yeah. so, so that carried on when you came back to north wales yep st- exactly the same yeah yeah um li- a little bit more difficult because at the time at arrow park we were literally living a stair a floor above uh the neonatal unit or the icu as they call it um but obviously back at back at home we'd, we'd have to travel backwards and forwards yeah. to to bottle with her but you clear like so it's Slightly different, um, but w- but one of the things when we when we got back is I couldn't go at all. Right, I don't. It yeah. was only one, which only lasted about three weeks, and they sort of changed that restriction, so it was only one designated parent. Yeah, completely. Yeah, so I, I probably didn't see Eleanor for for about for about two weeks. I think it was at all. Yeah. So this is this is all boiling up, and mm. then um, you obviously I don't know. Did you see it in social media or did you see it in the paper? Um, the, the the goings on of Dominic Cummins, yeah. So so it's social media post was it first, and and what was your initial yeah, thoughts? Sort of build up of new news things, yeah. news articles, uh, what was on TV, social media. Yeah, it was everywhere. And yeah, it, it's it's just it's hard to believe that when so many people are, are sacrificed, not just not just me and Kerry. Yeah. Yeah, so many people. There's so many families, especially the people who have got families who are in sort of wards with COVID nineteen, and maybe lost people as well to COVID nineteen, family or friends, and you, they can't go and see them at all. They they can't say the last goodbyes, and it's it's just as bad for us having to put masks on and things, and you have to wash your hands, which which is fine, but then you have to wash them again when you walk into a different room. Sometimes you have to put an apron on for doing certain things. Yeah. Sometimes you have to put an apron and gloves on. Sometimes you have to have an apron, gloves, and a mask on. And then you'd go in there as well, and the staff are all in their aprons, big heavy aprons, like boiler suits, and yeah. And it's just to think that people have to go through that. And it's it's I, I put in the letter as well, um, which we can get to in full later. Yeah. That it's terrifying. You think this little baby who doesn't understand what's going on, and she never will. It's like like we've always been told, going right through the process of her being born is like by the time she's Eight, she won't remember any of this. No, no. <laughs> well, he won't remember it next next year probably. So yeah. it's only as it's going to remember it. And it, it's it's just think it's just terrifying. It's weird and it's it's like something out of a, f- a film. Yeah, you've used uh, the the word terrifying PPE um, mm. in the uh, in in the article. Um, and I, I 
I sort of relate to that because I, when these children, I, I don't want to digress, but I've seen pictures this week in the press of children mm. returning to school and children are being faced at the school gate by a teacher in full PPE with the mask on taking their temperature. And mm. and these children, they, 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 they will remember and they may only be six. And it is, mm. it's terrifying. It is because... Even my children, they're very good and they say, oh, when the coronavirus is over. Um, and it's like it's like it's it's like when school holidays are going to be over. But we don't yeah. know. And it's hard. So, children. I mean, Eleanor won't understand because she's so small. Yeah. But but it's for you. You're thinking for her. Um, and obviously. So so you, you've read this in the press. You can see that the the rules have been flouted. Um, and mm. the next point of call is obviously uh, you write an email to your local MP. Mm. Um, uh, which is Cluid uh, MP Dr James Davis. That's it, Vale of Cluid MP, yeah. Yeah, that's it. And I, I, I've never wrote a letter to an MP. It wasn't an attack on James Davis, what he does. I, 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 I don't know the guy personally. Yeah. I've seen him around interviewed him and things. But it's our and... point of call. That's, that's what we're expected yeah. to do. If we have a problem democratically... We are told to write to our MP, so yeah. that's what you've done. You know, like and, absolutely, and, and as well, he's a GP himself, a doctor. Yes, that's it. Yeah, uh, yeah. and he's also on the Select Committee for Health and Social Care. Don't call me on that; that might not be exactly right, but I know he's on a health committee anyway. Yeah, yeah. and um, so, so I thought, well, yeah, this is the perfect person. I wasn't venting at him. I wasn't blaming him. The the letter was my anger on basically what I've just said now that so many people are sacrificing. Yeah. Um, I, yeah. I did. To... I did see the letter, and you know, for the listener out there, it wasn't. It wasn't a rant at all, Craig. Um, hmm. it, it was it, just it was, a letter. It was, it was a letter explaining your concerns, and you it, wanted an it answer. It was my feelings yes. and emotions, and then yeah, yeah it finished yeah. with the questions at the end asking. Look, I'm, I'm concerned about the health of others as well. If What if people start thinking, well, if Dominic Cummins can go out, I can go out and do it. And then the spreading of the virus again, and it, it wasn't helping at the time as well. That the, the, the Denver numbers are going up and up and up. Yeah. My concerns were the hospital as well, because we were in and out of the hospital, of course. Um, that, that, that was the point behind the letter. It was it was more of a health concern and my, my uh, inner emotions as well, what, what was going on. Uh, you basically said in your letter that you were following guidance and rules from the government to keep yourself and others safe, and yeah. then you learn about a a public figure, Mr mm -hmm. Cummins, uh, being allowed to drive 260 miles uh, to a country, sorry, to County Durham, um, and yeah. it's been deemed acceptable. Um, by which, the small print. Yeah, yes, but that's right, by the small print. <laughs> and reading the response from the MP... Um, comes across uh that it it wasn't a personal response what you were expecting no uh, apparently yeah it, it's a generic email that it's been sent to the same people who have had the same concern maybe slightly different to concern to mine but yeah apparently yeah he has i have to quote that he has um not personally but apparently he has since apologized and sent his best wishes of course yeah, uh, yeah. to us as a family I can understand that they probably are getting a lot of emails, but yeah. you know, you, you, 
it, it's a you you asked a question and mm. i think even if he'd have sent a letter on that uh, paper with the crest which was only a paragraph rather than mm. that long-winded you know generic feeling to it if it was just a paragraph saying hello i've seen what you've seen give me a few weeks i will respond to you um, and and it bit more personal. I think that would have gone a yeah. little bit better because you'd have gone. Yes, he's actually typed this as he's read my email. Um, you know, I, I and then 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 we can get into the things. But he was probably getting bombarded, and you you just you didn't yeah. want. You felt like you were probably treated like a bit of a number. Yeah, yeah, I, I understand that, and yeah. he probably did have a lot of emails, and there's no sort of argument over that he didn't kind of thing. I got a response, not the response I wanted, but yeah. Like, bit more personal there was questions i was it, it wasn't like i said a, a rant to, to knock him it was um to to discuss my thoughts on the situation and the the impact of the health of people and myself and obviously I, I my child as well, i think as well craig um that yes this has been publicly highlighted with mr cummings but the message goes out to everybody which is flouting uh lockdown rules is mm. you know you you four including jacob have yep. done your best and have done what you are told and yep. then you see people disregard and you think i i can i i sympathize with you you think well why are we doing this and why can't and i'm being told by doctors nurses and stuff that i can't go and see my 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 child um it, it's hard and it, it's heartbreaking just mm. just just a quick question have your family and kerry's family actually met eleanor yet uh only before the the, the covid19 outbreak Right, so they haven't seen her since. No, nope, this... not right. in not in person. Yeah, no. yeah. Obviously, there's there's technology that allows them to do that, but it's that doesn't that, that doesn't work in in your situation. Um, no. You know, with with a baby in hospital in the situation, it's it's not the same, is it? You know, um, no. you, you love a cuddle as a dad. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> um and um but no i i think it's been good to to talk and you know like you say you you're not aiming it as a political stunt towards dr james davis no. um it it's more asking a question through the through the avenue which the public uh are expected to do so yeah um yeah that's exactly it it's there's there's a lot of things I can add to the mix as well. You, you mentioned sort of about Jacob that we had yeah. to make a decision, um, nothing to do with the Dominic Cummins story, nothing to do with James Davis or since we back. But when we were in our apart, we had to come because he wasn't allowed to come. Yeah, we had to make the decision of not seeing him for at least eight weeks. Wow, right. So it was either one of us go home and look after him. So you've I'm made massive changes and yeah. things. Yeah, wow. Yeah, so... And is that also runs for Kerry as well. Yeah, well, it was either yeah. me sort of go and look after Jacob and then leave Kerry on her own, but then what happens if something goes wrong yeah. with Eleanor? Yeah. I'm not there, it's my first child and things. I yeah. should be... And there was, there was a lot of uh, big decisions we had to make sort of thing. And, uh, and, yeah. and on Tuesday, uh, 100 days old. 
She was, yeah. 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 And uh, I, I understand from the article as well that she's recently had an operation and that was a yeah. success, was it? Yeah, she had something called uh, a PDA. It's it's very common in sort of premature babies, and it's a, it's quite common in uh, babies that aren't premature. It's basically a valve in the heart which sends the blood because babies don't need oxygen when they're in the womb in, in okay. their mum's stomach. It pumps the blood to different places where it needs it. Yeah. And with Eleanor's, because she was so premature, um, it was still open, right. so it was wasn't sending enough blood to her lungs, and it's been. Uh, lungs. She's had a uh, chronic lung disease. She's still got it. Right. It will. It'll gradually improve because she's still obviously very young. So her, uh, her lungs are still new. And yeah. um But that that's what's happened. So they've fixed this. They've closed this valve. It was a a forty five minute procedure, mm-hmm. which ended up lasting three and a half hours because wow. they decided they forgot to tell us that she'd come <laughs> out of surgery. Wow. Which didn't help. But um yeah, she's had this um straightforward surgery really. Still difficult because they've had to open her back and go in through the back and move a lung just to put this suture in. And what that does then, it helps the blood flow in the right direction, which gets to the lungs, which helps the lungs mature and grow. So It's amazing what they can do. It really is. Uh, A a, a consultant uh, paediatric nurse once told me the human body is an amazing thing. Um, And obviously, talking about these procedures and everything, um, how... How I know it's it probably unrelated, but how would you say the staff have managed this situation uh, with you and Kerry and managing it with with Eleanor as well? The, the, well, the the COVID situation. Or? Uh, well, everything really. I mean, over at Arrow Park and Glen Cluid, uh, they uh, do. Do you feel they're doing everything in their power, and they really are? Um, yeah. You know, they they, they, they they are they connecting with you as a family in the situation or is it all about covid arrow arrow park were out of this world right i i credit everything to them yeah uh with eleanor still being sort of alive and yeah um how she is now yeah They're unbelievable that included di- different like, like i said a different sort of team different level of of yeah. care but yes yeah, still good nhs the, the 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 department they've got there the the ward I think it's two years old, eighteen million pounds or something. It costs. It's yeah. unbelievable. It's it's like a space station. Everything's just perfect there. Right. Arrow Park was very small, very cramped. There was literally, I think it was eight incubators in one small room. Where um, at Glencliffe now, there's sort of a massive room with only six in, but there's loads of space. You can swing a cat and things in in Arrow Park. You you struggle to sort of get past people and all that. So, so so where is Eleanor at the moment? She's still in uh, Glencluid. She's yep. been moved into uh, HDU now, so that's a, a good step in the right direction. Yeah. And do you receive regular updates from the teams there? or? Uh, yeah. Yeah, we go, we go 24 hours a day. We can go whenever we like. So. Ah, but it's still only one parent at a time. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, right. So, so ha- what we tend to do is if... Um, if we, what we tend to... If we go down the car, if I go with Kerry, I'll wait in the car. Kerry will go in. And then once she comes out, I go in. Then I go come back and we go home. It's a bit of a longer process. Yeah, um, but but you're managing and that, and that's uh, I, I tell you what. Um, it how do you compare that with sleepless nights? I mean, <laughs> it's it's yeah. one of them, isn't it? Fifty fifty. If you oh, had well, a, we, we've still had them, of course. Yeah, yeah that's it. Yeah. But it's but it's strange. You know, some people might say, "Oh well, at least they're not getting sleepless nights." Ah, but mm. hold on, would you oh, rather the, do that? I'll, I'll tell you what there is. Um, <laughs> 
you hear a lot about anxiety and things, and mine is... I wouldn't say it's through the roof, but yeah. it, it's it's not what it used to be. I, I've I was saying to Kerry, I don't think I'm so since last year, since probably the first the, the big loss we had last yeah. year, I've, I've not quite been the same person. It's difficult because you don't want to be, especially in our line of work, being on the radio. Yeah, it, it's difficult to to go to that next level of entertainment and being happy. Yes, when you you're sort of feeling I shouldn't be because that's disrespecting the loss of our child sort of thing. And even now sort of going into, because we've, what we've been through as well and spent so many weeks in hospital and so many changes and the COVID, uh, the COVID-19 sort of thing, it, just the thought of going into, into the world. I'm not doing anything just, just to sit there with her. It's just this anxiety, this sort of panic. It's yeah. I mean, strange. you and Kerry have been dealt a very tough 12 months. And I think mm. that, um, I hope that only everybody only ever has a tough one tough twelve months. Uh, you've certainly both had your fair share uh, of of everything, of everything. Um, not just um, uh, you know, it's it. You would still be struggling if you um, if you just had. Uh, Eleanor, no COVID-19, but you, it's like mm. double bubble. And I totally yeah. sympathise <laughs> with you that this the anxiety would be up because yeah. for me, I'm off work, I do my show, and I tinker in the garden and, you well, know, that, I've that, got business worries, a, you know, but I haven't That's got, another thing yeah. as well. I've, I've lost all, all my work. Yes. I that's yeah. so many gigs booked this, this time now in the summer. Yeah. Um, DJing wise, think I was thinking, you know, everything was perfect. Baby's coming along. This yeah. is obviously before. Yeah. That's um, it. But all this work coming in, baby's coming along, plenty of money, plenty of financial sound and all that. Yeah. And can afford to get things, and now it's like it's gone. Yeah. <laughs> so it's yeah. A, it's another it's another thing I don't need on top. But yeah. Um. And 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 that's exactly it. I mean, it's it's it's. It's hard to keep struggling on, and it is totally understandable uh, mm. why um, the slightest thing or or a big thing like this, where it, it, it just gets on top of you, and like you say, anxiety gets up, um, and all you want uh, is Eleanor home, and to, oh, to, yeah. to yeah, and and just and just to carry on and and be a family. And uh, do, have we got any idea of when things may come to uh, coming home? Is there any idea? <laughs> It's it's difficult because the way we've learned with sort of premature babies, mm-hmm. you you take two steps forward and you think yes everything's going great and then you get a big step back. They they call it sort of the roller coaster. Right. Okay. Where it's not too bad now. It's yeah. The 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 bumps are getting sort of bigger if if that makes sense. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah, that makes sense. You sort of on a high, and then you stay there on that high for quite some time before you go back down. So it's every where, where, day where... as it comes. That's how. If if somebody was, it, it was, it was yeah. just about to embark on this journey. Um, you know, if they were dealt the same card, um, unfortunately, the, the advice is is just take every day as it comes and just oh, yeah. keep and keep keep positive. Um, I, I think that's one thing I've heard from uh, you and Kerry is you do remain positive through all this. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. Yeah, I, I think cause we've had sort of so much luck with her, and yeah, 
It's Everything nice she's been see. through, there's always like a nice little outcome. We've, we've had moments where you think, oh, this is it. It's yeah. going to happen all again sort of thing. And then she pulls through and it's like, what? <laughs> it, yeah. it's, it's like it's like this op now. She she went back on the ventilator on Friday just, just for the op. And yeah. we thought she might be on it for a week, a yeah. couple of days. She was off it by sort of the Sunday morning. Yeah. Onto what's called CPAP, a different way of sort of breathing. By yeah. Monday, Tuesday, she was off the CPAP and back onto high flow. And now, by the end of this week, today, uh, she's bordering on being on uh, what's called uh, low flow, which is, again, just less sort of oxygen being pumped into her nose. So, yeah. So, unbelievable. So, yeah. So, um, it's, it's, yeah, it's been a bit of a tough year for you, Craig. And yeah. uh, I hope things um, continue to get better, shall we say. Um, which I think they will. I think they will. I really do yeah. think they will. Um, and uh, yeah, I, I, you know, I'll love to. I'm sure the whole station uh, is waiting to meet her. <laughs> It'd probably be a yeah. very, very long time. I can imagine. Um, We've had obviously with some of the, uh, the newspaper exposure, the, the amount of people. Um, I don't even know. We've just sent messages of yeah. nice messages or people that have had premature baby's been telling us their story and thing and it's that's always like a comfort as well um since we started the podcast as well the whole point of that is just to spread awareness because it's something that people don't talk about and it's sort of swept under the rug and you're just meant to get on with it and not really absolutely Absolutely. and the amount of people even even a a close threat friend i won't mention the person but a close friend popped up in the inbox and said well I, i we went through this as a couple yeah uh not so long ago We'll, we'll listen to your podcast help with this. I said, well, it's not for me to say it. Yeah. But... No, I, I like I say, going back to the podcast, I think it's really good. And if anybody has gone through um, miscarriages and stuff, I, I think it's... What, what I could see from it, and I haven't been through that, luckily, as I touch wood in the studio here, um, is is you could relate to it and it's nice mm. to know how somebody else is feeling and like you say it is raw it is raw you you are absolutely honest on how that you both felt and mm. what was going through your minds at the time which i i don't think there's anybody else done it <laughs> um probably in a in a in a private um maybe in a, a group or something like that publicly I think it's a very brave move of uh, mm. of, you, of you and Kerry, and like you say, a lot of awareness um, being being shown. And uh, like I say, I, I'm more aware now by listening to that podcast of of actually how how bad it can get, and 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 how th- what actually does happen, and what happens yeah. emotionally. Um, and and again, I've been educated because if somebody comes to me and tells me what what's happened i may be a little bit more uh not so understanding because i'm always understanding but I, i'd understand a little bit more of what maybe um they've gone through and uh, i i think you two have been absolutely strong through it all <laughs> you know um because I, I like i say is i i when i hear things through um, when you've when you've let people know at state at the station and stuff that maybe something's carries in hospital or whatever, I, I take a back seat and I I don't want to be one of them people that's that's ringing up and well, what's happening what's happening I just wait and sit back and and just sort of but after listening to the podcast sometimes it might be a good thing for people to ring and just say how are you doing Craig you're all right 
you know yeah. it, it's it's different with every person but it's it's, you know, it's amazing how there's there's a lot of sort of I, i've only noticed how there's a lot of sort of mental health awareness in it as well that there is a story but then again it's it's helping us and it's helping others because yeah you, you do go through it and you, you go for the emotions and you go for the days where you just think what's the point yeah yeah well this is it this is what yeah when when you say the days when you just think what what what's the point and that is is a, is a hard way to think and i can imagine that does come up i mean in the podcast we we hear mm. about those emotions and how um you both were feeling i know i've only heard episode one so um oh, <laughs> on oh you're on episode three i've only heard episode one so i, I it it's it has got me hooked but it's one of them where you can't just listen to two minutes of it you've got to sort of a lot of time sit down and have a listen and like i say i can relate to it because um i sort of know you craig and i know kerry and i'm like wow i I didn't realize that that you guys went through this Mm. um and i was quite shocked um because another friend of mine had gone through a very similar sort of situation and they dealt with it in a totally different way to you guys um Mm. And they, you know, not the same. They just they just carried on very similar. Um, they didn't have such the complications, but um, they, they, they. I don't. I don't want to. Don't know how they say it, but they just said, you know, it. it it's life, and this happens, and mm. uh, it obviously wasn't meant to be, and that's their way of dealing with it. Um, and I think you guys are very strong as well, and you, you, you're soldiering on. So I don't think for one minute that you should ever think, what's the point? You, you, <laughs> you I think you've been through the war and uh, you, uh, you're definitely out the other side. I really think so. Um, you may not think that. Um, I just, you know, it's uh, you've got a beautiful uh, baby daughter there, um, mm. which I'll, I would say enjoy this time because I've got a 10-year-old. <laughs> mm. <laughs> and, uh, and, yeah, um I don't know what six-year-olds are like. Well, that's it. But he's a boy. He's a boy. Yeah. Um, girls, I'm just like, oh no. What? I mean, she's answering me back now, <laughs> and it won't be long before Eleanor's like, uh, ten years oh, is. Yeah. You think if I, 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 I tell you what, in ten years' time, Eleanor will be answering you back, and you'll be like. I remember doing an interview with Alex about saying about yeah. this, and it is just. Uh... Was, and do you know? Do you know why I sat by your incubator, worrying about you, and yeah. now you're shouting back at me? That's, <laughs> you're shouting back. No, that's what it'll be. It's it just going to be the guilt trip to me. Do you know what I? Do you know what your dad and mum went through? Yeah, <laughs> it is. It is, and uh, and yeah, I mean, Isabella's going on sixteen. <laughs> well, that's the way I feel. But <laughs> the only thing for me is, I think it's only going to get worse. Um, so anyway I wish you the best of luck Craig and Kerry and the whole family and uh, you know stay positive you lot Uh, you've got a bundle of joy there and uh, it's been great to speak to you Craig The Big Sound of North Wales Sound Sound Radio Sound Radio